So hey guys, welcome to the next episode of Dish. Um, I'll get my cast to kind of introduce themselves and then we can kind of start with the topic, which I'm hoping is going to be fiery. You can go this way around. Hello, I'm Joel. Um, I work in marketing from Bradford originally, now living in London. Hi, I'm Rob, your host Rob, as everyone knows me. Mostly I do radio presenting, podcasts, red carpet interviews and stuff like that. I'm Elena, ITS engineer from Birmingham. I'm Esther and I work in social media. I'm Salisha, I work uh, as a media professional and I'm sometimes a content creator. Richie, presenter and domestic abuse community worker. Hi, my name is Katie, I work in marketing and I've also started a company called Rev Screen. I'm Kira and I love people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so everyone will know what today's topic's about. It's about black women on TV. I mean, I kind of originally I tried to split it up between reality TV and scripted, um, but then I thought it'd be really good to actually discuss everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, like, to start off with, I mean, included in that is social media, just so we're kind of aware, because obviously there's a lot of people who blow up on social media and then they go on to have scripted shows or um, become actresses or even go on to do reality TV and stuff like that. So I guess first things first is like, what have each of these platforms kind of done for the representation of black women? Is it positive? Is it negative? Like, are there different platforms doing different things? Um, what are your guys' thoughts? <laughs> are we talking are we taking UK t- or US, sorry? UK, like always, very, we're always talking about UK. Different. We're always talking about UK. So, like, scripted-wise, obviously, you can go through things like Undercover. They had, like, black female leads. You can look at stuff like Chewing Gum, obviously. You can look at... I mean, if you're talking about black female leads, you can still put in some of that line of duty in that because you had, like, Tandy Newton. She's a black British actress. Um, If you're talking about, like, um, reality TV, you can be anything from um, Strictly Come Dancing because, obviously, Mm -hmm. we had, like... um, Alexandra Burke on that. I think Jamelia's also been on that. Um, We can look at um, even, like... Good morning TV shows. So you've got like Jamelia did. Um, what's it called on ITV now? Loose uh, women. women. Like mm. so, there's like that's when I say on TV. Literally, I mean like Ron K. Phillips on the movie. Yeah, but I mean there's different people, obviously, and you've also got like um, who's that woman who's now blown up on social media? Um, as she's done the L'Oreal campaign. Uh, no, Patricia not Monroe. Patricia Bright is also now in that. Um, yeah, so there's like there's different areas. Like you've got like mm. the famous black women on TV. When you're looking at reality TV, like Makosi, yeah. mm. you've got like um, yeah, like you've got like obviously the modern day ones. You've got like Love Island. Yeah. There's never been a black woman on Love Island. Yeah. I mean, it depends. Do you want to include, do you want to include mixed race women into black women? Is well, that I a debate? Problematic. It's very problematic. It annoys me a lot because they do this. It, it, it's hard because I feel like, of course, they should be counted as black, yeah. But, but they're always the acceptable face of black. I that's yeah. why. That's if it. you try and think of a British black actress, mm, yeah, that's, that's just black, dark skin, brown, and whatever you want to call it. Mm. I can't think of one. Yeah. A genuinely successful one. I can yeah. think of a few. I just can't remember their names. You can say Tandy Newton. Like you can say Sophie Okaneda, what her name is. All of these people, we can read off their names, but they're always mixed race or 
Yeah, they're always mixed race. They're not even like a, an exotica version of like what is now the new thing. Like they're just mixed race. So where's mm. the black women? I mean, it depends if you're going to split it down into like EastEnders, Coronation. I mean, I don't even know mm. if Coronation Street's even had a black they're person actually, on that one. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, in, but EastEnders, yeah. wouldn't it be Denise? Like, yeah, I mean, you see yeah. like black. It depends Auntie, where you're but going. But even that, the fact that we have to kind of rack our brains to feel like. Okay, who was a black Yeah, sorry, I did wrong. Letitia Wright, Black Panther, she's British. Yeah, she just did Black Mirror. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, she's amazing. I think I actually went to university with Patricia Bright's sister, Maury, and I've seen her come up, and at the same time I was doing a little bit of YouTube myself, so I can speak from personal experience, and what I personally feel is, when you are in control of your own story, you have all the power. And Patricia mm. Bright, as pretty as she is, I don't think she's conventionally pretty in, in this society, especially mm. in, in the UK. So what she's done is elevated herself because she's built her own audience and then created a platform for right. herself. Mm. Whereas TV, in this country, I'm sorry. The way that you're, you're racking your brain, you're racking your brain to think of black actresses. You, you said Jamelia twice in the beginning. Mm. It's, it's not happening. Wow. So we need to utilize these small platforms and parlay them into something bigger. In my mm. personal opinion, is it? Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, is it more of a, is it a gender thing first? Because you speak of black women, but then you speak of also um, mixed race people, mm. or, um, men, mm. women, handful of women. But surely, mm. if you're not getting represented, women generally aren't getting represented mm. as well as they could be. Mm. So surely isn't that the first issue and the second issue? So when I'm talking about, say, let's say the BBC, they had the whole thing about the pay gap stuff, right? Women are getting paid less than men. Women are getting uh, less opportunities in certain films and so forth. So for me, it's more to do with the equality of gender because race is secondary in a lot of people's cases. First of all, they think of, even if you look at something like the BBC, it's, it's white old men, basically, right? So after that, they need young people. They need women they need this. so that kind of that kind of thing should be first and foremost and then everything else is sort of part of that i but think everyone's going to talk about gender for the people at the bottom of the rung mm. then it's always the first thing mm. because i don't have anything to fall back on like okay well i'm black <coughs> but i'm a man no i'm black and i'm a woman so that is it like mm. i'm black and it's because I'm a black woman that I go through this. Like, there, there's, no, there's no, like, oh, maybe gender, because what they first see is your black. my blackness. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I look like a little boy when I'm dressed, but I'm black. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's it. I can't, I can't hide from that. And that's, the, that's, that's what it's based on. If there are way more white women having what I... We can reel off bare white women. Mm. Yeah. That actresses from Nothing day there. dot to now, yeah, yeah, yeah. we had to scrape our minds from back then. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So it's definitely a and I agree, and I agree because you know I think the reason why gender is so you know prominent now in the media is because that's what this country feels comfortable discussing. Yeah, agree. Yeah. <laughs> and only because it's white women that are having exactly. the complaints. Exactly. Because black women. Been having complaints about yeah. the time. Yeah. No, they're saying no attention. Now white women are like, uh oh, do we got problems with this? Yeah. 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 It's Me Too thing. Black women started Me Too. But white women, the people that they paid attention to, when we're talking about the gender p
talks yeah. about white women, yeah. I think we have to be very clear yeah. that there's different rules yeah. that were in place for white women and for black women. Exactly. And Absolutely. that's only due to, it's not but nothing to do with gender, that's only to do with Segregation. race. We're supposed to be at the bottom. Exactly. Yeah. By design, we're supposed to be at the bottom. Simple as that. So, sorry, I, I interrupted you. I completely forgot what I was going to say. That, but <laughs> what I was going to say back to you was that black women, are, since the very beginning, since slavery times, even though slavery is not as prominent in our history in this country, mm. black women, especially dark-skinned women, have always been at the bottom of the hierarchy. Mm. So even if you look at the media, black men, I'm sure like on top of your head, you can think of like at least three, Idris four, five, it just about number one. Yeah, yeah. Even he's popular in America, but you will never ever think of a black woman in, a, like especially a dark-skinned woman in basically anything. We've always been at the bottom. We've always been like the ha- the the field slave. We've always been the caricature, the character, the best friend. Yeah, the best mm. friend, the sassy chick. The exactly. Yeah. But you will never, yeah, you will never be like the forefront character, the main character, the one that has maybe the white or the the whatever friend. We've always just been the bottom, like the unwanted stepchild of so the planet. Gonna, I wanted to add to that, yeah, yeah, because Malika. Who's from oh, Big Brother, Big, Bro- Big Brother, mm-hmm. and um, was she from the Kardashians? <laughs> to me, she signifies oh, exactly that role of what oh. they expect black women yeah. yeah. to play. Yeah. 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 The, the best friend. friend. She's the twins. Oh, you mean yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All she yeah, did yeah. was play the best friend. Yeah. She played the best friend in um, Kardashian. She played the best friend to some girl no one even knows besides Psychic mm. on on Big Brother, and it was like. You're so comfortable playing this role. I didn't see those because I didn't watch Big Brother, but the scenes that I saw of her, she seemed a really reasonable woman who she was, was. Kind of, who stood in her strength. I didn't, but I didn't watch it, so I'm talking to someone. She was, but I, I mean, I don't feel like you've got any character from her. She was sidekicked off. But isn't that more of a personality trait then? Because if she's a, if, if she's sort of dormant almost in like all these situations, she has more to do with her personality to. I but they wouldn't choose a dormant white woman to play to go and, and get going to Big Brother. Mm-hmm. They want they they choose people specifically. Mm-hmm. You're either the sassy whatever one like, mm-hmm. come on, bring some more of that mm-hmm. black stuff. You know, like we you love are, it. Yeah. Or yeah. be the friend, play the role. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's not just a. Well, sometimes I will have an attitude yeah. because you piss me off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, do you know what I mean? Like. Um, you're one dimensional. Well, yeah. it's not that those people aren't well rounded. It's how they edit it and how they choose exactly. to portray yeah, yeah. Because I'm sure she is. So, how was she viewed by the public? Was she popular in Big Brother? The way she portrayed herself. I didn't watch it, so I don't know. I don't know, but what I saw of her, she was just pandering to this white girl and then just pandering to all the other people and then just doing their hair and being their best friend and oh, wow. I was just like, really? This is what you came on the show to do? Mm-hmm. Those are the only characters we ever get where the best this is friend what I mean. yeah. and unless it's... you control your narrative. So yeah. with the Cosby show, for example, and Desmond, you you saw a little bit of a Desmond. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm going easy there. You saw a difference. It wasn't just Oh, the mum. She was a doctor. Life. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Beautiful, man. And it's yeah. when you were talking about Patricia Bright, it's that control over yeah. what characters you play. It's like if you want to be something different to what they want, yeah. it doesn't really work. So I had a friend who uh, went on The Apprentice, who was a black woman, and she was like, they kind of tried to like push my buttons to get that character across. Oh, and no way. I have no name now. <laughs> so, uh, I even, was it recent? No, no, she was on it a few years ago. Oh, we can go through because there's only two black women. It was that thing of like, she's such a reasonable, calm person, but it's just like, we want that character. Yeah. 
Um, and I think that's the shame for me. Yeah. Um, I think that feeds into dehumanisation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The same dehumanisation that you're seeing in society. I think there's a thread throughout. Like mm-hmm. The media is often reflective of what you see in day-to-day life. So if black women are expected to be one-dimensional on the screen, then people are expecting them to be one-dimensional in real life. Exactly. Mm. Like that's a comfortable narrative for people. Yeah. So I think for a lot of people, when you have to face the multifaceted existence of a black woman, mm. maybe and I'm maybe I'm speaking out of turn, so you can correct me because I'm a man and I'm aware of that. But when you have to face and the reality of what a black woman goes through every day, mm. it brings up questions within yourself. Mm. So it's comfortable for you to be the angry black woman. It's comfortable for you to be the best friend because I never have to face your reality. And if mm. I never have to face your reality, I never have to face the shit that I put you through. Mm-hmm. It's easy for me. It's palatable. Yeah. I've, I, do you know what really annoys me when people say black women are angry yeah? or, or do you hear people criticise black women saying, oh, they're aggressive yeah. or they're not easy, they're hard work or they're feisty. And I think... Actually, you you have no idea what it is like to be a black woman. Mm. If you were a black woman, you would be aggressive and you would be feisty because the the stuff that we have to put up with, the barriers that we have to climb over, you have to have such thick skin. Mm. You have to keep going even when you're not wanted or you are treated less than everyone else. Like it's such it's a very different way to be. So we're not going to be like when they say, "Oh, we have a white girls are easier." White girls have an easy life. Mm. That's why they're easier. Black girls don't have an easy life. I, I, I don't think that's yeah. fair. Because I, I think a lot of that's a generalisation. No, no, but yes. when you said that, you said as if like every white person, every white girl is yeah, privileged. But I'm not, yeah, but and you I'm know, not it, it's every white girl is privileged. All of them. I'm not yes. talking about it. So, so, so it's a fact white girls compared to black girls have an easier life when it comes to. No, have an easier life. You mean, that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. We are hardy, so when things don't go right, we survive. I think mm-hmm. black yeah. women have the, I think, the lowest suicide rate amongst every single person. Wow. You know, every wow. single person. Mm. So, yes, you like shit to hold together. Yeah. Basically, you got to hold something together. You've got to be strong all the time. Yeah. 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 Bring it back to kind of the topic, though. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think one of the interesting things, especially when you're looking at the rise of new reality TV shows like Love Island mm. um, and I guess what's on Ibiza Weekend um, and all of those kind of shows. Take me I out. think, yeah, take me out. Mm-hmm. I think there's a big lip because I think there is a sexualization of black men and black women, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. the difference comes between them is that black women are sexualized but not desired. Mm. I think, yeah. So, I mean, I feel like I wanted to talk about that or discuss it. Is that the case? Is that not the case? Is that how we're represented mm. in society? Are those the mm. roles that we get or are those the roles that other people get and we see? Because, I mean, even when you're looking at really great shows like um, Chewing Gum, I think she still works with, she works in the space of, I'm being funny. Is she desirable? Mm. I'm not saying mm. it's, it's her job to be desirable, but I feel like is she desirable? Are there black women who are desirable? Like, and especially when you're looking at reality TV versus scripted, I think there's definitely a space of they're either not there. Like um, with Big Brother, there's never been across Big Brother across the UK, 
Australia, Canada, um, and America, Ooh, there's never been yeah. a black person win. And I definitely no, think black, 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 black women. Black, black women. Brian. Sorry, my bad. The black woman has never won she was across there any. Hasn't been a black person that has won. But yeah, like, um, oh, and it's black women, my bad, it's a black woman, um, and then you've got all of these other ones like X on the beach, so I don't watch all of these, so you know, mm. bear with me, but I think there's definitely, I guess, a case to be made that black women are not desirable. I think that's very, very true. What's that one where everybody was on an island, and what's that one? Love Island. Love Island. I think that's a very, very good example, because that's the first thing me and my friend noticed when we were watching, we were like, oh, where are all the black women? Mm. There was a black man, a very dark-skinned black man, Mm. and there was like two uh, biracial, or like the very racially ambiguous girls. My thing is that I think they just... That it would have been nice if there was a black woman on the show, but they knew the producers knew that even if they had put a black woman on the show, she would not have been. What's the coupled? Was it coupling? Mm. She would not have been coupled with anybody. Because even that mixed race girl, the the very beautiful one, Montana. Yeah, she even had an issue, and she's mixed race. So if she, she doesn't ad- identify as black, she doesn't even see. She's, 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 she's mixed, with her, mixed heritage, but she doesn't yeah, identify see, as black. She doesn't even want to be associated with us. But she have to. I yeah, I don't. I don't that. mean that. There's I don't think that means she doesn't have to identify as black because she's mixed race. There are so many mixed race people now. There are a race of their own. When yeah, you I don't really. Yeah, so she doesn't have, have to identify as black because I don't identify black. I identify as mixed race. Yeah, that's why. So that's to me that's but being mixed race. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that that's a positive or a negative. I'm just saying that she doesn't identify as black. So in this case, would we classify her as a black woman on that show? No. I don't. When I I look at those things, I don't ever classify a mixed race person as black. I understand you could be like politically black, Mm. but when it comes to conversations like this, we are not the same like that. So it's like you have to understand. Absolutely. Uh, I think like people should just get that. Like it's not like. I think as well it's a point that someone else raised before. I think was about how um, the mixed race, someone being mixed race, is the white person's black, and I do get Mm. that because people just. So, oh, well, you're black. Oh, well, mm. no, race. But they just see the same. So I do get that. And I do get why people class mixed race as well. We've got someone black. We've got someone mixed race, which is essentially the same thing. So I do get that. It's just ignorance, basically. But I do understand why that comes up. Mm, absolutely. Um, back to what you're saying about being um, desirable. <coughs> I think that's definitely... Yeah, we're, we're from history. We're sexual things to be paraded to have sex with to touch like we've got big bums we've got boobs we've got lips they can dance they can do all of this stuff but are we gonna like date them mm. are we gonna marry them it's are we like, gonna like yeah. i'm not really every black sure. girl hasn't got a big batty exactly i don't have a big bum I mean? like, exactly. i'm still black do you know what i mean but um yeah i think it's definitely a narrative that's pushed in and which when you chewing gum I think she was desirable. The fact that she, in terms of I think the fact she because she was so anti what you think is desirable, then when you get to know her and all this sort of stuff, the character and whatever, mm. it's like, oh, like what <coughs> is desirable kind of thing? What mm. makes someone desirable? Is it because that she she didn't look like the typical what we say is a pretty person. Mm. I know she played the character that was like obviously quite extreme and all of that, but I think she she, she I don't know if it was like purposeful, but I think 
that kind of helped kind of crush that because you end up still really liking her yeah. and I think people and she had a love interest and all of that yeah. and she didn't have to be all do you know what I mean she she had a man I don't have a man do you know what I mean like <laughs> good on you <laughs> I think it's also what chewing gum represents though yeah. like you know you're still about controlling your narrative she wrote that based on her reality mm. like that wasn't like there wasn't a white person in the room who wrote that script for her she wrote that script for herself mm and managed to produce that and make an award-winning show out of it. Like, mm. I think that's amazing. Mm. Uh, but I do think, I hear what people are saying in terms of it being like a comedy show, but it was nice to see something based in London that wasn't about gangs. Mm. Yeah. Like, it was a funny black experience. Yeah. It wasn't about race either. Yeah, like, yeah, it was like her reality. It's yeah. just like a community of people. They were all quite different. But, the, you know, the main protagonist was a black woman. That's it. Yeah. I and like she addressed that, some of that, I feel like that's that what exotification we've been. in one of the yeah. episodes yeah. where the white man was making her dress yeah. up. Yeah. It's my favourite episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I think that's kind of what we're calling for. Like, I think if we had more of that, it wouldn't necessarily be so much of a problem of putting out narratives that maybe make me feel uncomfortable because I look at them as like, you know, I think we're brought up as, sorry, I went to another point. We're brought up to, you know, we always have to put on a sort of facade. We can't shame our culture. We can't shame our family. We've got to be proper to, you know, to go out there to the world. But we're breaking down that, like, we are all of these things. Do you know what I mean? And if all of those narratives are shown, I don't think it's as bad, like... Yeah, because I I know all of those type of people. Do you know what I mean? Like the people that will go on Love Island, Big Brother, Backchat, all of this. It's all great as long as I can see something in for me. I don't know if that's selfish, but I want to see myself on the TV as well. Do we even yeah. want to be on reality TV? No. Yeah. Do we? I what is? Do I mean, I, I don't want to be on reality TV, but I think that's quite interesting. Of the fact that we're talking about reality TV and about the representation of people on reality TV, but. If you want to get represented, surely that's not going to be on "quote unquote" trash TV because reality TV is just trash TV, in my opinion, anyway. But surely it should be for something which is like controlling your nav- mm-hmm. narrative, like you mentioned, as opposed to something which is just kind of not really a good representation of women in general. If you ask me. But like what you were saying yeah. is that you just need us to be represented mm. in all the different genres. So Why do I have to like, be like if we can accept that there's trash TV and it's like predominantly white reality stars, mm. why can't we have the same thing with all different types of ethnicities, mm. including black women and black men? Black men are, are largely included compared to, to black women where they're non-existent. So I think they just have to be included full stop. Rather than it be, oh yeah, we have to make it, so we have to make our own now. So focus on that. But they also have to be in all the other places as well. So you see all the different types of black people. We're not just, we're not just like one people. Everyone's different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's, that, what's that author's name? That Nigerian author. She said something like... Chimimanda. Chimimanda. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She yeah. talked about the single yeah. story. Yeah, the single story, you know, it's not about the fact that stereotypes are bad. It's just that that's the only representation of black people in this particular case, black yeah. women. And I, I agree with what you're saying. We need to be every single thing. So we show that we have multi you know, different personalities. I, mean, I like the idea of being in different areas and like representing all these different kind of groups. But I think as a as a race, as people, we already have enough trouble being represented in a sophisticated manner. So by you know being in trashy TV, reality TV shows, I don't feel like we're doing ourselves 
any kind of justice. We're not showing ourselves as the amazing people that we are. And maybe it's just me being like narrow-minded, but the last thing I want maybe my children to see or my younger siblings to see is our faces on something that's just so demeaning and like disrespectful to ourselves that I wouldn't want to, I, w- I personally wouldn't want to be on that kind of show and I wouldn't want somebody I'm hoping to grow up into an amazing person to see on TV. I don't want to see my people paraded around in that manner, talking trash to each other, being treated in certain ways. For me, I just don't find it very um, edifying. Mm-hmm. Just, I, just, I, I, oh, go on. Can, can I ask a question? Would it be okay if it was viewed only by black people? No. I still, know. I still, I still don't think so. No, but I don't think we. That's the way we should be seeing ourselves. Mm. That's not. For, I don't know. Just for me, it just doesn't seem sophisticated. We are smart people, but people like if you watch any kind of black TV, not any kind of black, majority of black TV, we are already a ghetto or like wild mm. character. Mm. We're not seen as. If you think sophisticated. The first thing a white person is, they're not going to think a black person mm. if you think the word sophisticated. So why should we um, encourage or like accept? Not all black people sophisticated. Not all black people are sophisticated, obviously, but I don't want to be like um, giving them the fuel to burn, to light that fire yeah. already. I they think... already see us in like, they don't see us in the great, in the best way. I We're already agree. But who is it for? I'm not making TV so that a white person can make to. I'm I'm sophisticated now. Will you like me? No, I want. To, I'm making TV yeah. that's entertaining. So what? Because it's like, well, if there are people that are trash in my head, but someone else looks at it and they don't think it's trash. Yeah. I think we've taken on that. Well, we have to show this to. to well, we're not all like that. Do you know what I mean? And who says who says what I think is sophisticated is sophisticated? But isn't the lack of balance a problem? That's it. I think it's it's, it's, it's the lack of balance. That's the issue. You're gonna need. Yeah. I I genuinely don't understand where there's ratchet in UK television which features black people. I've I've not seen it. It's mostly in America. We're thinking about American content. Even the word ratchet, like. The British stuff that we have. Good. British household names, black names, mm. Trevor McDonald, Ron mm. Kane, the other woman of BBC with the short haircut, like, the other one on ITV, the guy yeah. with the weather. Mm. Like, we actually have had quite a long narrative of sophisticated blackness yeah. in England. Mm. Yeah. Boring. And boring. <laughs> we have yes, a lot of it. That's the only thing. And then when, the problem is, is that when you have Rumble people color. like Alexandra Burke on Strictly. Yeah. The girl from uh, what was the program? The Apprentice. There was a really sophisticated, beautiful girl. That, they're not liked anyway. Exactly. Mm. I think sometimes it's like if we do this, if we show ourselves like this, they'll like us. No, they're not, not going to like us. They don't like us. So big be yourself. Wow. That's, that's why you yeah. Yeah. work. They, like, they had to. Every time you saw them, they were holding it down. They were. One of them was firing, the other one was like, just keep it cool. Yeah, I remember. Keep it cool. Because they knew that if they blew up, yeah, they were going to be disliked. So we're trying to be sophisticated because that's how what people like to see black people. I mean, I think it's a case of we're seeking acceptance in the wrong places. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? We're trying to, you know, subdue ourselves or dilute ourselves Mm -hmm. to fit into what white people think our standards Mm -hmm. should be. There's nothing wrong with being ratchet if that's who you are. I speak very well, but get me mad and you see a different person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. I'm very ratchet and, you know, the next day I'll wake up like this. What, you know, I'm black at the end of the day. That's just, that's just me. Everyone here is shows their blackness in the right environment. So I think it's a case of you seeking your acceptance in the wrong places. 
what's wrong with as, as you said we need to create our own narratives and I think now is a good time to start doing that mm. more so because we are moving up TV as we know it is being phased out everything's going online Netflix Amazon mm. YouTube channels everyone's monetizing off these things now so now is a good time to change that narrative mm. while we have mm. the power to because we can't be trying to complain about oh the BBC won't show us in the right light mm. that's the BBC's business mm. yeah. we need to do what, what we're I mean, doing on the back of that point or kind of mixing a couple of points, I guess, is it important to be in certain spaces? Because if that's the mass media, then for me as a young black woman, or even as, not necessarily young as in teenage, but younger as in in your 20s, is it still not important to see someone who's there, who looks like me, and they're desired on on a kind of public stage? Or do I need to be on like a very niche kind of, I guess, channel? And then I see like, I don't know, Kunle likes me but like you know why can't Dave like me as well or why can't I be on a love island why can't I be on a like we, are we missing the gravity of why that like I'm not saying that I'm sorry it's crazy yeah because this influences society on a grander scale this color love island is huge love island is huge it is completely affecting how young people see them I'm not saying this is a right or wrong I'm not saying social media is right or wrong I'm just saying it is what it is like are we going to say that okay nothing that happens on Big Brother influences society. I think we've all seen the impact that Big Brother can have on society. Absolutely. So is it is it, I guess, naive to be like, okay, well, you know, I mean, when I'm in my own community, people find me attractive. Mm-hmm. Like, or do we, not, do we still not need to push into those spaces? And I think, I think you're going to... Sorry, I think, sorry, I think you're going to make a point. Oh, no, no, go on, go on. I've slipped my mind now. I just don't feel like other races have this question. They're not asking to be validated by yeah. white people. I don't so why are black people yeah. constantly asking, like, I, please like me, please find me a job? Yeah, yeah, I do, I do yeah. think that's quite an interesting point, actually, because then I do think that's a quite interesting point, because, I mean, how I've always seen things, really, is well, I've grown up with girls. I've got five sisters, right? So from what I've seen, it's very much of, like, about, like, attractiveness and all this kind of other stuff. It's just all, like... I, I go back to it all the time, but it's just like gender-based, like woman-based, like how to be a woman, how to behave like this. And they don't really include race in the same way when it's about, about being attracted to someone else. I'm actually, um, uh, my girlfriend's actually Arabic and she's Egyptian. So, um, but she, if she never has, as this, she's quite confused by it. Like, oh, she's like, oh, what does, what does this mean? Like when people are like saying that, oh, there's, they're unrepresented, uh, unrepresented in certain way, ways and stuff. I go, well, you need to think that some people are, have a different sort of um, different sort of setup. So, like, maybe me or you or, or other people, like, they're not represented in the same way. You, it might not affect you in the same way, even though she might not get represented, but it's different. Black Egyptians yeah. are represented in Egypt. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah, again, and this is the thing, and she's quite desirable? light, so it's kind of a bit like... Are they desirable in general, though? If society validates you in other ways, like, mm. you're always going to seek some form of validation mm. from some place. So if I know that if I walk down the road, um, I, I attract a variety of different people, or mm. if I know on television, like, there's, there's different ways that you are impacted yeah. by society. So, I mean, television <coughs> is one of those places. Mm. Social media is one of those places. But I do think when you look at Take Me Out, or mm-hmm. I see the black women on there and I'm cringing. Yeah, like yeah. I don't watch the show, but anytime I even flip past where I'm at someone's house and I see black women on, I'm like, oh, why are you putting yourself in that environment where you know you're going to be rejected over and over again? Like, I'm like, and then I think 
if I was 14 and everyone in school watches that particular show mm-hmm. and the black woman is never, never ever picked and then you've got like the narrative of some black men in the school, some white men in the school who are telling you, yeah, you're butters anyway or like mm-hmm. no one wants black women anyway. I'm like, yeah, this is compounded uh, by the fact this that is, this is happening on these spaces. It's quite interesting to uh, talk about men as well because I remember someone mentioned a point before about um, how black women are perceived but some of it is by black men. So how is that helpful for black men to... I understand more why... Um, if men are being like... I understand like maybe why white people are being like that, right? But, white supremacy is meant to affect everybody. Yeah. You don't have to be white to be white supremacy to believe in the idea of white supremacy. Mm. That's the whole point of it. So that's why when you have black men mm. that are derogatory about black women, mm-hmm. they say they bought into the white supremacy. And black that's, women that's believe it about them. That's women, anyone, yeah. anyone. It's just an ideology. Which you can all back, be part of it. Which goes back to her point. It is important for the media to show that because I grew up with a positive influence. I have beautiful people in my family, as you, as you can tell. <laughs> um, but in terms of imagery in my household, it was Martin Luther King. It was so many positive black people. And I think it's important to have that in the media. Whether you believe in it or not, someone else will. Yeah, someone yeah, else yeah. needs that. And that's why I think it's important to have it. Even if you don't care about I don't. I don't need that on the TV, but I think other people do. I think it's good, like, that there are different avenues, like, you know, the Patricia Brights and, and but the whole kind of goal is to make it to that mainstream, like, we're all like, but, I mean, I guess with the Patricia Bright, there's this, she does have a white husband, so is that Why what, do you know, is that why, and a lot of people do say on YouTube, these interracial couples are the ones that are making it. Well you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. You know? They make banking though. They make money. a lot of money. <laughs> so it's like, is this just filtering every... It is because, like you said, it's an ideology. It's not something that we can take away and just kind of hide because we have got it. As black women, we think of ourselves like this. as, And it's something that we have to change as a community so that we understand when we're going into these, these places... It's not to go so that we're asking for validation or that we have to numb ourselves down. It's that this space is for me. Even if I'm the only person here, I can feel proud in it. But if you're coming with like a, well, thank you, like, then I think it changes. So then you might still have a black woman on the screen, but you don't really want, it's not the representation that maybe I want. I don't know. I just think it's important. Like, I used to watch, I'm not sure if anyone else watched it, but there was a show called America's Next Top Model. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the great thing about it is you had so many beautiful black models. You had Tyra Banks, yeah. you know, doing this whole TV show. And it just changed the way I feel black women saw themselves on TV. You never saw... She wrote the show. It's her show. No, yeah, but she's, black. she's one person. There's so many people who are in, involved in the show. And when this show was syndicated around the world, you don't see, especially here, you didn't see no black people being, you know, number one and stuff. But you had Eva, you had so many proud black women. I just think it's important, you know, just to hammer on the point. I, well, I, don't, I don't understand why, why we can't ha- have shows that are, like, predominantly black. Like, Black Big Brother. Mm. Like, it would just be so much better. And then we don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just find it boring to keep trying to penetrate through this wall so. yeah, that I isn't going so. anywhere. Yeah. And if we had our own Big Brother, it would be so Dude, good. There was some. Uh, there was some. Oh, it was American. It was something like a Big Brother. 
I see, and that's why it has to be us that make it, our producers, writers, all of that, because at the end of the day, we're the ones that are going to edit it. Hopefully, you're thinking that our own people ain't going to edit it, so we're crazy. Where does that come out? Because you had, like, if you read some of the articles from McCosey 10 years on or however much since she was in Big Brother. Um, and some of the other people who have been on the show, I think Makosi specifically, I think we all had a view of her. And she's like, when I came out, I was so shocked that everyone thought of me as so sexualised. And I was just like, when I read it, I thought, what? And she was like, but you have to remember the way they edited it. Like, there was loads of, there's loads of footage that I was in. She was like, I think either on that, I think on that season or across any of the other seasons, but I think it's that season, she was the most viewed in the shower. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That's the thing that out I... Of of, yeah. Out of all of the women, That's not deep. just... Out of all of yeah. the women and all of the men, she was the most wow. viewed while she was in the shower. Not that she was, like, doing anything particularly like, crazy. Hey, I'm in the shower now. Just yeah. that she was on TV yeah. and viewed in the shower over She's and over and over again. And that's the thing. I remember, I remember being young when that was on. And in terms of being, you know, sexualised but not desired, like, she was running after that guy from Newcastle or whatever, tried saying she was pregnant. Apparently, this is what the, was the press about. And it was this narrative of, this girl is thirsty, this girl wants to be with this white guy. Um, she's trying to trap like him. Savage black woman. Yeah, yeah, very much, very much. So yeah, yeah, yeah. when I read that, I was like, oh, snap. I, I, I didn't even think of it that way because I didn't, uh, at that stage of my life, realise how things were edited. But I was just like, wow, stay clear of someone like Makosi. Um because I guess that's I guess that's how it came across. So it is quite scary when you think about it like that. And it's but I think you talked about obviously the weighting of reality TV where we're portrayed in one way compared to scripted TV where I guess there's there's more there can be more control if it's a black producer. And it's just I do think it's about the weight of that because we can we can create shows online and stuff. But as a young person, I'm still exposed to TV um, and those things growing up. I just want to get back to my point about black stuff, yeah? How, I just have to yeah. say it, because I need to say it. You know how America have, you know, come out with all of this black content now, like um, Insecure, or even things like Real Housewives of Atlanta, which is predominantly black, yeah, yeah, yeah. or like the black films that they do. It's just like, what is the issue with doing that with the UK? I'm doing. Oh. I know, but this is, the, I feel like black people in the UK still want to have this like more of a yeah, of a, a general but, narrative and creative uh, there are there are black no, there's there's a lot of things online, online. But, there are loads of black creatives doing stuff yeah. online mm. all over youtube all over instagram like it's everywhere yeah but i think she's talking about mainstream like proper okay. tv and stuff mm. right well just like on that scale yeah where where you can you know it's good production quality is the script is you know it's written well like and it, it's not excluding white people from the the stories, but they're not part. They're not the main protagonist in mm-hmm. the story. They, they did one on BBC Three. I can't remember what it was called. It was that come musical, come something or other. Yeah, some musical thing where it was like musical thing, but meshed with Top Boy kind of like. It was a very strange thing going on there, and um, like there was. It was reality, but then they would just burst into song, which was quite strange. Um, but that was a predominantly black cast. But it's still, if the production is not black, or the producers are not black, then you end up in a situation where 
the black women, the darker-skinned black women, were still the sidekick and un undesired or not desired, then the lighter-skinned woman or mixed-race woman was desired and she was the love interest or whatever, the lighter-skinned man or the dark-skinned man, I don't think it really mattered in that case. The white was people the... was that in America? No, that was BBC Three. No, like... I'm saying in America, the protagonist Dear was white. a light-skinned, mixed-race-looking woman. Mm -hmm. In dear white people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's again like that kind of narrative, like, and especially if you've got people, you need not to bring up this word, but woke black people to be doing it. Because as you said, if people subscribe to like white supremacy, even if they're creating the content, are we really going to escape from the same narrative? Because there are enough black women and men who think being lighter skinned is attractive. Mm. So if we're still perpetuating that narrative, like, who who exactly do we get to create this content? And then how are we getting them to commission it? Because that's where we, we need to reach a wider audience. And yes, there's mm. a lot of people living in London. But what about if you don't live in London? Like Yeah, that was one thing I was going to talk about because I, I was from Bradford and there wasn't that many black people there. So when it came to what I watched in school, I want to watch what my friends watch, right? And if what my friends watch is the kind of mass media stuff where black people are portrayed a certain way within... Um, just kind of the everyday TV programs, that's how I end up kind of perceiving my own race. Um, so it's kind of, it has to be accessible to the mass media to, for everyone, because when I think about, as a young kid, what films or TV shows did everyone like? It was like Kiddlehood. You know what I mean? Like everyone would um, talk about Kiddlehood and that's when they wanted to be a black London gangster. That was the, that was the thing. That was the only popular mainstream movie in the UK. That I, that I saw with black people, I didn't really see anything else. Um, and when I don't have people around me, I think we're in a good age now where social media allows us to connect stories from people no matter what location you're in, if you're black. Um, but yeah, I had to rely on TV and mass media to see people that looked like me. Mm. Um, I think with that though, that is an example of someone depicting their reality. That was, yeah. Do you understand? So it's a bit difficult when you say that you know, you shouldn't be portraying that kind of image of black people when that is a lot of black people's reality and they're just making that into into a movie. Do you understand? Do you know what I mean? But is it yeah, a lot no, of people of black a lot of people's but it is, reality? Yeah. But I think it was just that it's just that that became it was that depiction of black people that came became popular mm -hmm. and that's the one that seems to become popular more than anything else. Yeah, that was, they refer, refer, referring to was that kind of black person. Exactly. It's just it's it's that is the one that's always um perpetuated or again like we talked about before it's a silent person doesn't really have that much mm. character so it's like one extreme or nothing it's like you can't um just be i guess you and i think it got to a point where people do think oh that i've had when i was you know when i was up north people oh but you're not that black are you because i'm not mm. what they I see on tv know. i'm not the popular black gangster yeah. that you see on tv so you're an exception to the rule I, I i become an exception rather than just me mm. Um, yeah. which I think is the danger with TV. Um, I think it's just going to take way longer for us to have the insecures, because obviously, you know, she started online, and we, like Richie said, there are loads of online, but it's because we're a smaller minority in, yeah. in England, I think. I don't America's know. huge. They're yeah, obviously, yeah. they've yeah. got like a whole... In exactly. They're just, 3%. So then people will watch it. Do you know what I mean? Because really... The people that watch those sorts of shows are going to be black people. So if there's a five black people watching it, BBC's not going to put it on there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, there's, so there's, there's 
we make up 20 or percent of London, and that's like we make up over a million people. Like it's quite a lot of people, mm. and that's a lot of viewing. Mm. You know, so mm. I think when you look at the numbers, that we have more power mm. than we think we do. We're three percent of a large, a large population. three percent is even true. As well, mm. yeah, you have to think about these are just numbers. I could put mm. a number at the end and say, Yeah, well, I think that was I mean, the last so That's another like way that they can make us feel like even and more of a minority than we are. Over a quarter of London, which is a good chunk. If only London watched it, that's good viewing. That's what I was saying. Is this reality? Is the reality that they portray of black people is that actually most people's reality? Because if that's what you're pushing out, which is what I love, though. Okay, I come from white. Birmingham. I grew up with loads of trees, loads of fields and stuff. I grew up around a lot of white mm. people. But the majority of black people and everybody that I know, all, all my friends and stuff, you know, growing up as a teenager were from inner city Birmingham and that was their reality. Mm. So I was, you know, an exception to the rule mm. if you want to call it. Um, so that's the reason why I say that because I can only speak about where I come from. Mm. Um, in London, you know, if you think about London, generally you think every black person's from an estate where you have to climb 50 flights of stairs to get to your house. That's just what we think of, you know, people in London. But you're saying that it may not be everyone's reality. So, you know, you maybe you are yeah. right that that's just. I think yeah, I think I think that's a, it's a much less of a as a of a reality than we think it is, and that's the whole point. Even us as black people. We still don't. Re- is it true? Are we like that? That's what. Because we yeah. watch TV. Do you know? We spend yeah. a lot of our time consuming all of this media. Mm. We don't even know what we're like ourselves. Like, I don't mm. know. How that's a, that's a, are, are all my friends my dear? Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, maybe that did. I didn't grow up. Did I grow up in the flat? Like, I don't know. Yeah. That's how much we are so brainwashed. We are brainwashed, yeah. and it's you know. We should just stop watching TV, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I, I don't know anything about Black, Black Britain, to be honest with you. I really don't, because I went to the same situation as you. I lived in West London. Well, I still live in West London. Um, and I grew up around, around mainly white, some Ghanaians, a little bit of Nigerians, but mostly Asian people and white people. And I don't know my own Black British culture. I only know a little bit of Ghanaian culture, a little bit of English culture, that's it. So you raise a good point. I want to know more about my people. Mm. I think with experiences, mm. they're balanced. Like where I grew up, mm. I was never involved in gang life, mm. but I've probably lost about 16 people to murder. Mm. Equally, I know people who are working amazing jobs, mm. doing amazing things, mm. really progressing in society. I think there's a real balance of experience. I think you can come from ends, mm. and there are going to be people on ends who are ghetto, mm. who are about this life, who are mashing down the road, mm. and they're going to be people that come from ends who are very successful mm-hmm. doing yeah, great things yeah, yeah. in society. But my issue is, on I, don't, I didn't watch Top Boy to be fair, but mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of these programmes are showing the hood and are only showing gangsters yeah. in the hood. That like, where I come from was a real ghetto area, but we were all balanced. Exactly. We all spoke to each yeah. other. Yeah. Yeah. When I was doing the job that I was doing, there was man from the ends that was doing stuff on the road, but they'll see me and be like, oh, you're doing really well for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm really proud of you. Mm-hmm. So that, like, this narrative that they're pushing, like, yeah, everyone's gangster, blah, blah, blah. I think it's quite... It's glamorisation. Yeah, yeah, I think that's quite a good point as well, though, because also I do think as well sometimes there is that kind of, like, oh, either everyone's a road man or everyone's this. But when it comes to people doing well, I feel like we need to branch out into different fields because everyone's bait one is music and football. Right? Yes. I spoke to someone the other day, and he's from Tottenham, and he's like, look, if you're not a rapper, a footballer, or a drug dealer, you ain't nobody in Tottenham. 
right? Mm-hmm. So that kind of perspective is that there needs to be, or people need to be involved in more. I'm not saying footballers and, and musicians are any less that bit successful, but if people are getting involved in being doctors or being this or being that or being lawyers, for example, surely that branches out and that kind of infiltrates more different sectors mm-hmm. as opposed to, because then I'm sure people have that. I mean, I deal with a lot of artists and I'm sure they get, they get the same sort of thing all the time where it's like, oh, you're a rapper. Oh, okay, cool. You must be a rapper. And the guy might be like an acoustic singer or something. Mm. But they're like, oh, no, no, but you must be a sick rapper. Yeah, kind of thing. But, mm. so. but they're probably, there are loads of black lawyers. Like, and there are, no. that's, I know, that's but it's not, it's not, it's not pushed in the same way where everyone's like, well, you're either a baller or a rapper. That's how you're successful. Mm. No one really pushes up. Uh, you're a black lawyer who's successful from mm. doing being a lawyer, and that's, that's, that's think, part of the problem. But I do think, no, but I do think, yeah, but I do think internally, um, I do think, oh, um, internally, we need to give, like, when we talk about children and our family and, and our close family, things like that, we need to give them more opportunities, more options, and say, like, well, look, you that, don't instill that into them. Because some parents do instill that to their, to their kids. Like, oh, well, you know, you can, that's fine. You can play football and you can be good at football. You can be even like... I think that's the point I'm making. Yeah, sorry. Representation of black women Mm. in the media. Like, you're portraying, you know what? This isn't just one narrative. As a black woman, you can be this, 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 and that. Sorry. I think it is, it goes back to, actually, well, just because it's not on TV, as much as it's important, I agree that's important. But just because it's not on TV doesn't mean it's not happening, just, kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we need to change our own mindsets because maybe that's why we can't write these stories mm. because we aren't. At, we don't believe it. Like there are lawyers, there are mm. loads of business owners, there are loads of other pe- black people doing other things. That is just it. Even if I don't know it, that's it. Mm. So maybe cr- like creatives. Maybe we only around creatives. So that might be they're just only musicians or actors. So we only know them. Mm. We need to get out of our own bubble and meet some other black people. Mm-hmm. So then we'll have other stories to tell. Because maybe I only know rappers. And I, I, feel like it's a cultural, rapper. I feel like it's a narrative, like a narrative that white people have made. Yeah. Black people have only ever been for physically dominant. So therefore, that's why we are shown as sports people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in terms of music, we are entertainers to entertain other races. Mm-hmm. So therefore, yeah, I... Well, and did Keith ideas from? But like, so I feel like in that's that, narr- I get that narrative. But I mean, if you're talking about, I come from a Caribbean and African um, um, background. I mean, my Caribbean background people are from a variety of different fields, do you know what I mean? And then if you're looking at like, um, if you're looking at traditional African backgrounds, I, would, I don't know anyone who's sitting there going, well, why didn't you perhaps be a footballer? <laughs> like, I mean, that would be shocking to me. Like, unless you're talking about maybe their second, third generation, I mean, there is only three careers that you can really go into, and that is it. So when we're talking about stories now, I'm like, have we disenfranchised or have we kind of segmented our mind? Because I'm like, especially if we're talking about African stories, who are these people that only thought they could do music and, and sport? Because it sounded to me like they were told in their household that they needed to be a lawyer, a doctor, yeah. and uh, whatever else. And they might have just decided to go off on a tangent and their parents are still looking at them like, I mean, <laughs> when are you going to... So so why are we missing those stories? Because, because that's I think- the white supremacist like, narrative. I think that's the whole point, is that they give you limited things to go with like and then they're not going to show you positive stories like, but to me who's writing it though you look at people like ashley waters 
he's writing this stuff. Like, I'm not yeah, saying it's not yeah, his reality. I'm just saying, boy. I'm just so saying, this is not somebody who's pushing a narrative who is white. He is a black person mm. writing this narrative. It could not be the worst narrative. It could, you know, it's the worst narrative you could it's possibly see. It's the narrative that gets picked up by the Precisely. people. Precisely. And who the people who have the money? I don't think there's anything wrong with Top Boy. Because I think as a black woman, I didn't identify with these people at all. I just enjoyed the story and the glamorization no, of, of no the club. gang. <laughs> Any kind of gangster story. I'm in. I'm like, cool. This is wild. Let's have fun. Yeah, that's yeah, that's all I go there for. I don't look at it and be like... Oh my god, this is how black people are. Yeah, here. Oh yeah, my god, yeah, you know they're representing me because I'm so removed from them that I'm just watching it as the story. Doesn't that depend on your age though? If I'm watching content yeah. when I am thirty, it's different to when I was watching content at seventeen, and the people who were in the show were also seventeen. Yeah. Like when I was young and I watched Kid Up Here, I was pretty much the same age, yeah. if not yeah, a little bit happy. younger. Maybe yeah. like I would have been. 13, 12 at the time it was coming out. This was like, this is reality. Mm. Wow, like, you know, I, wasn't just in, I wasn't changing my mindset to think, oh, they're representing stuff that's not mm. really going on or it's like a specific type of person they're representing. Like, I feel like, is there a difference? Like, I know you have places like Waterloo Road, which is also like school-based, or you had Grange Hill, but <laughs> I'm going back. But, um, but yeah, like, I'm like, the realities that we are showing, even as people who are black script writers, like, this is quite damaging, I think, to our own community. Like, I, that I, is, I feel like positive scripts are being written, but they're not being picked up. I, like, they put money, they back money yeah. behind certain types of, Sorry, you were going to say something. No, 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 finish your point. Finish. No, that was it. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I just wanted to say that... Um, we do see a lot of this stuff on TV. They are portrayed like that, and you're right. It's a lot of negative stereotype. But I do think a lot of it, people forget about what happens inside your house. Now, inside your house, now we know that even if you do, even if your reality is what is on TV, you've got people at home saying to you, "Well, that's not going to be you. That's not how you're going to mm. behave. And this is how you, this is how you do this. And this is what's right. And this is what's wrong." But I do feel like a lot of people don't really cotton on, especially now with social media and stuff like that on to what their kids are really about and what's the funny thing is they think that they can kind of not really only semi-parent them until they're like 13 and then it's just too late they've already been digested yeah. by all this stuff it's, right? it's mad my little brother is uh nine has whatsapp he's on like the family whatsapp group and i'm like and that's it because then that means there's access to youtube and then he has, you know, the phone. That's too much, exactly. So, you know, you no, start to be. I totally being, agree with that. I've got yeah. a 10 year old daughter, right? And there's some constant conflict in her, in my house between me and, and her dad because, you know, he wants to compensate with material things all the time. So she's exactly. got an yeah. iPhone, PlayStation 4, mm. Netflix in her room, this and that. She's got all of these things. And it's constant. It's just a point where I just had to, you know, put. A password on her That's on her funny. Amazon account. Yeah, yeah. Watch it to that, and you know she can only watch it when I let her watch it. That's mm. the only. But it's, yeah. it's difficult because you don't want to be constantly arguing mm. about what she. Do you know what I mean? It's a conflict of, mm. of the way we I, see things. But I personally don't think she should have those. I things, know. I think I, right. I think you're. I think you're right because what's interesting. I mean, I'm not a parent, but like I have young nephews and stuff, and I think that what people seem to do now is very much all like, oh no, they can do what they want. They have their own mind. No, you, no. you don't. Yeah. You're under eighteen. I have your mind for you, big man. Until like, do you know what I mean? And like, if you've got a daughter who's uh, nine, ten, 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 like, you're in charge. Like, but I think now people are very much all like they try to do a kind of parenting where it's like 
oh no 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 it's, it's fine whatever you need kind of thing and it, it shouldn't really work like this because then you have these problems and like i say with social media with tv they're just going to let them parent them and then mm. when it gets to that stage it's just going to be too much i think it is not, oh, go on, sorry. i was going to yeah go on, no i was just saying that i think it's important though that you know even if they are exposed to these things it's still important for you as a parent to condition your children to make them understand that just because you're watching this on tv that is not your reality do you know what i mean so i think that's the way that i try and fix the problems that i think her dad's causing Um, (laughs) why you know encouraging open discussion between me and my daughter like some of the things we talk about he probably thinks are inappropriate Mm. but that's my daughter i was a girl once not that long ago so Mm. i I wish i had these open discussions with my mom so that's probably why i didn't follow the crowd in yeah. that way because of my own thought processes so I try and instill that in her. Do you know, know what I was going to say? What I think is interesting is that we were having a conversation about the representation of black women on TV and it felt like it moved to the representation of black men on TV yeah. and yeah. these gangster shows and I'm wondering like in Top Boy in these shows how were black women represented because I didn't see them and we started talking about sons and nephews and you were mm. talking about your daughter as well and I was getting involved in the conversation I thought to myself it's really funny how the conversation started off Let's talk about the representation of black women in the media and on television, and it moves to the representation mm-hmm. of black men. Mm-hmm. And I, to, I did want to talk about it there. I wanted to bring up Alexandra Burke on Strictly, because that was, a, I think, a big issue with um, representation of black women on reality television. And there was the girl from, um, what's it called? The Apprentice, mm-hmm. some girl called Joanna, who mm-hmm. was. Um, but really, vict- for me, really victimised in the show. And they were two prominent shows, both BBC, both dark-skinned black women, who were treated terribly and could do no right with whatever way they approached anything. They were always wrong or seen as aggressive. And I thought that it was important to talk about it because we can't keep going on with the same representation. Mm-hmm. And I think that... that the people that are creating the content don't have any idea of what they're really okay. doing yeah. and how they're doing it and how it, how it has a knock-on effect on everything I else. They do. They do. Yeah, they're like no, I, think, about... I actually don't think they do. I think they do. I think yeah. it's something that they, they've known about for a long time. Like the, One thing that comes to mind is Misha B. I don't know if you guys know. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Misha B. Wow, wow. Bully and all this. Come, this came from the producers. Oh, I remember this. Don't yeah, me. and yeah. I was just thinking to myself, hmm, this shouldn't have come from the producer. This is a music show. This should, it should be about the talent that you have. Yeah, and yeah. you had her and that girl just arguing back and forth. The judge, I forgot her name. Uh, Teresa so, or something. Oh, she's Yeah, oh and gosh. I just thought, it's so unprofessional. And it's... But the thing is, I think TV has been going on for 50, 60, 70 years. They know what they're But doing. Alexandra Burke, this is why it's different. Alexandra Burke had such positive feedback from everybody, the judges, yeah, producers. Yeah, yeah. They still wanted that. But it, it was it was the, the public, public. Yeah. the public that did. Do black women vote though? It's different. Do black women vote? It wasn't even about voting. Yeah. It was about the narrative that they yeah. chose to to yeah. run with her yeah. in the in the papers on it's social media. Yeah. It was a hate yeah. campaign. Her mum had just passed away, exactly. and when she cried, they said, "Oh, here we go." The yeah. Yeah. When she didn't <laughs> cry, they go, "Oh God, she's got a heart of stone." Like she literally couldn't breathe. If she even looked, oh, you can see it on the camera. Black. Like, Wait, if I look down, they're gonna be like, "What's she doing?" <laughs> it was so awkward. Oh, it's oh. Yeah, it's like you can't bully black women. That's the narrative. It's yeah. like you can't. They're not bulliable. They're yeah. if, if 
That's but she was bleached. She was quite open. We don't have feelings. Yeah, yeah. Like we don't feel like we have feelings. Yeah, we just can't break. Doesn't matter. Her mum died. Get up and work. Yeah, Deal with it because you can't cry. You couldn't be crying from real. It must be because you're angry. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're, you're yeah. jumping yeah. the crap. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of, exactly. On the back of Richie's point, like, um, <laughs> on the back of Richie's point, what is the responsibility of black men in this situation? Because I mm. think sometimes, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like as a people, black women stand beside black men. Yeah. But when you're in these particular scenarios, black men feel like it's like, well, I don't want to get involved. Like I said, I don't want to... It's not that they don't... Sometimes it's not that they don't necessarily want to support. It's almost like, well, I'm trying to get involved in a battle that's not really my battle yeah. or, you nah, know, it's like... It's your battle. Mm-hmm. That where I... From my perspective is jump into that battle mm-hmm. each and every time. So for me, I, I'm very conscious of not fighting for black women but fighting alongside them. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I don't want to change the narrative. It's not my experience. But if I am one of the only... If I'm in a room full of men and they're chatting shit, know that my mouth's going to be running. I've done it in the barbers. I said this on one, one of our last podcasts. Man in the barbers don't want to go to barbers anymore. I'm bored. But when I get <laughs> man in the barbers won't chat for me. Because yeah. I will be like, you're chatting shit. Like, you're chatting mm. shit. I don't take black woman bashing anywhere around me. Mm. That can't run. Like, I don't, you can cuss me out for it. You can want to fight me for it. I don't care. You, because that is representative of my, all the women on my dad's side of the family, my goddaughters, my cousins. Mm. Like, you can't do that shit around me. Like, that's a person, my, my best friends, my closest friends. Like, for me, and this is probably going to lend itself to, like, the, the psychic thing, yeah, but for me growing up, my best friend has always been a black woman. Always. That's always how it's been from this high until my age, 33 now. Do you know what I mean? That's mm. always been who's been by my side. So for people to chat shit in front of me and me not defend that, I'm not defending a part of myself. Mm. I'm only the man I am today because a black woman was by my side supporting me. That's the only reason why I am, I am who I am today. So to sit there in silence and be complicit in that, you are a problem. You're no different mm. to white people who are racist. You're no different to white supremacists. You're complicit in that. Sorry, I'm getting passionate. I think it's but I common like, though. That's it. I hate to say it because I don't like to separate black women from black men, but I feel like black men don't back black women a lot. They come up with the stereotypes, oh yeah, but black girls are feisty or they're hard work or black women are like this. And black women tend, just from my opinion, I think black women, we tend to stand by black men like without even even questioning you. We're like, cool, something's gone down, all right, we're going to stand and we're going to defend you. Even if you did defend us, even when they did defend us, even when they're not even in our corner, something goes wrong, we're like, cool, he's black, we're going to stand by him. We don't get, I don't think we get, OJ is a friend. You know. Yeah. You know. <laughs> 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 but we saw it in that um, that recent. I know it's music, but they were talking about that the girl that's popular these days and all these different songs. And she's her mum was um, Cardi B. No, no, no. Maybe. Her mum was that girl from oh, Mabel, Nina. That. Yeah, yeah. So then they had. I didn't really see it, but oh, on that, like yeah. Instagram or something. Yeah. And all the black guys were like, "No, it's not true. Like you guys are just hating on this girl. It's not because she's light skin and da da da." And it's like, I oh, think come that, on, just just say it one time. But I like, do think the context of that was like a bit of an unjustifiable attack because all it was is with the guy was um 
notes and which is the rapper mm. and Mabel and then I think they were standing next to each other nothing there was no caption to say oh this is my woman or anything else mm. and people started but then the whole thing was like oh she's like this they were just like straight I don't know I didn't see these comments but I heard it, it was just like okay they're just straight slagging a girl off mm. to me that's all it is they're slagging a girl off I don't know why they're slagging her off but then he's come out and said like like you can't slag off my friend like that's not on mm. and then everyone made it about oh no about the race and she's like this mm. and then personal attacks on her about her as an artist and everything else but then it's it was completely taken out of context it was if it was context and he said something yeah i don't really know it looked like that then obviously then people can talk about and say whatever they want and people are entitled to their opinion but on the back of that um i mean i know it's not black british but i think it's interesting but matthew knowles has recently come out and said solange and um beyonce have been successful yeah. Yeah. the fact that they were lighter skinned um mm. that was that was he's come out and said that's an argument for you yeah i do think no no but Yeah, that's just telling the truth. No, it is true. No, it's true. But can you think of any popular mainstream singer that is a dark-skinned woman? Brandy. A, no, that's an American or what? Yeah. A British woman. Gabrielle was successful. She was huge. I think back in the day there was a lot more yeah. darker skinned women who were successful. Like looking at actresses and oh, also yeah. um, But the thing is now dark skin is not on trend. Like maybe in certain situations when you've got like Eurocentric features, long weave, whatever, yeah, then that's fine. Dark skinned woman. But then when it comes to like mainstream stuff to have a woman with a broad nose and thick lips and you know kinky hair, that's not on. It's not on trend anymore. That's not a thing. Yeah. And it's not you when I think of a song, when I think of something popular, even if they don't have the best voice, I always picture a successful black woman to be a light skinned woman. Like look at women like Rihanna. She cannot sing, but she is very popular because she is beautiful. No, she can. Oh, is a bit shaky. Yeah, but she's yeah, not great. Yeah. She's got a lot. Yeah, but she's, yeah. yeah. But it's really it's really not a brand. Like I feel yeah. like moved into yeah. an area. Yeah. Yeah. She is a brand. Yeah. Because she is a light-skinned woman with green eyes. Yeah, with green eyes as well. You, that's why she is popular. And then Beyonce, she's got greenish eyes as well. She's popular because mm-hmm. she, she doesn't she have greenish eyes. She's hazel or something. I don't think light brown. Or yeah, yeah Cardi B. Let's Cardi B. That's trash. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know. I've been trying to understand, like, because I'm not trying to be. A hater. I'm trying to understand what what is it about it's her? Funny. She's funny. She's, she's, she's herself. herself. She's why herself. is she getting all yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, the same as Lauren Hill. Let me just let me the other option that they were trying to give us. Yeah. Iggy Azalea. Okay, oh. I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? She made it from wherever she made it to to now. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And it doesn't. It helps that she is um, light skinned, but she, she but she correct. Yeah. No, she's Dominican. I don't know what she's Dominican. I thought she's Trinidadian. I have no idea. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
On that yeah, note, right. guys, <laughs> guys, guys, on that note, we kind of have to wrap up. I mean, we're obviously supposed to talk about American people. We don't talk about American people. Now, joking. Um, but yeah, no, thank you guys for coming on. Yeah. Thank you. And also, Cardi B's not black. Basically, her <laughs> 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 <laughs>